Hi, welcome to Surviving Social Anxiety. Being brave, we break through our fear and discuss the reality of social anxiety, discovering our stories and what experiences we share. In today's episode, the self-isolation issue. experience with self-isolation um, yeah no problem good to meet you yeah you too it's really good uh, so you're in Ireland at the moment yeah I'm from Ireland yeah oh amazing half my family are from Ireland as well which, which bit oh, yeah. yeah in Clare oh which bit oh no in Clare oh Clare oh Clare okay not too far away I'm from Kilkenny oh Kilkenny yeah oh amazing yeah I've been there yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, I, I used to go over into my um, grandma's family like every Christmas and uh, a summer, like growing up. So, yeah, I've definitely popped oh, over to Kilkenny a few times. Lovely. It's got. I know I've got the most English accent you can ever imagine, but like. Yeah. It's... No, I wouldn't be asking you where you're from, innit? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I don't come across very Irish, so yeah, you would be surprised. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, yeah, it's great to meet you. Yeah, so this is my first podcast. Uh, I mean, first episode as well. So, thank you so much for being the first guest I ever had. I'm honoured. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> um... Great, I've got some questions uh, just about self-isolation and your experience with it. And yeah, it'd be, it'd be really lovely, whatever you have to say about it. Um, it's just a really good chat and uh, it'd be really interesting um, to hear um, your side of it. Um, so first question is, how long have you suffered um, with just general social anxiety? Um. Like, I suppose the strange thing is, like, I kind of can't remember much of a time where I haven't to some degree. Like, I suppose it varies over time. Because when I got older, certainly the sensations get much stronger. Mm. I suppose that just happens, I don't know, say from experiences or what. But I even remember, like, really young, <laughs> when I was, I don't know if this is going to make any sense. But even when I was, like, say, like, six years old, I remember, like, going to a shop and, like... I'd feel like really lost if I didn't know someone there or something. And like I'd feel like I'd really have to get out. Yeah. Even at a very, like, a very very early age. Which I don't know if it comes from. No idea. That's, that's really... That's amazing. Because um, weirdly... I've genuinely never heard this. Um, hmm. But I used to have absolute panic attacks as about five year old. Hmm. When oh, wow. there was no one around that I knew. Um, okay. Which was a weird, it's complete opposite social anxiety. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's like, yeah. If I just feel like in danger, if if mm. yeah, I don't know. It was just absolute panic when I, I definitely have a story where I, I ran down the street and um, yeah. uh, I invaded my neighbor's tea party crying because <laughs> I, I thought I lost my babysitter and she just got around <laughs> to do the washing. Uh, <laughs> but. Yeah, that's bonkers that um that you you have that as well at about similar age, about six. Yeah. Um, that's I didn't expect that at all. <laughs> generally, like I get, I feel like I don't meet many people that I know that have so social anxiety. Um, because mm. I think we tend to hide it very well. Um, or yeah. I think we think yeah. it's worse than other people perceive in a lot of cases. Um, oh my lord, yeah. Yeah, so, could have met millions for all I know, but, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice to kind of know for sure, like, you're with, um, we had a similar, um, have that experience, for sure. Um, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so, when did you begin to self-isolate yourself, and did you know you were actually doing it at the time? Um... I probably first started, I would say, self-isolating 
I would say about like 14 mm. kind of age I would just like say if we were like at a match or something I remember all my friends always wanted to go to like cinema or go to their house later on and I'd always just think no or something I didn't really know why and I'd feel like this awful panic when <laughs> they used to ask me and I was thinking oh god no <laughs> and um I don't know I suppose that would probably be the first time I don't really remember or like say even at like family parties even when you're like 10 or so on I'd always find it much more difficult to be with like other cousins or something I'd like stay away from them I'd always try and stick with my parents I suppose that it's a form of self-isolation you know you probably, you probably feel more protected around them I guess yeah do you feel um, like you you hadn't seen them for a while so you you kind of had mm. to put more energy into like meeting them mm, mm. you do feel that energy difference mm. yeah and it can be quite <laughs> scary especially that age because you just don't really have a clue what's going on you know what I mean that's probably the toughest part you don't know why you're getting these feelings thoughts yeah yeah, yeah it's a scary time <laughs> no I bet yeah and yeah it's it does um, yeah, it does seem to kind of push you, like, you just expend all your energy at these kind of gatherings that you're expected to be, like, are expected to be fun, but, uh, I think, I don't, yeah, it, it seems, um, that you're saying that it just takes all your energy and mental process to kind of go into this, uh, happy situation where you're meeting friends and family it should be a very normal nice thing to do but it just takes it all out of you and you're really anxious and worried and you don't know what to maybe say or however you get through it it's at the end of it it was just a it was just a big experience that took everything out of you rather than a, just a nice happy event where you're really like buzzing afterwards like yeah. some you probably expect to be so yeah as a young person it's probably quite um like you don't feel like you're meeting the criteria of a normal person in that way maybe mm. Mm. you always feel like you're not good enough yeah i suppose yeah to a certain extent um i don't know then like i suppose when i first kind of probably started to think maybe there was something was I remember like before like the exams at school like I used to hear people describing like what they were thinking or feeling and I just found it amazing they didn't feel this all the time I remember thinking like I think we had our big exams here it's whatever you are like 18 or whatever and I just remember them like describing their you know feelings how they were what they were feeling and I just couldn't believe they didn't get this all the time and I was like and they, some of them were saying that they never really felt this before and I was just like blown away by this um, yeah, so that was probably one of the first times I just kind of expected, suspected it's not, you know what I mean, it's not something everyone goes through. Yeah, did it really, really shock you? Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's probably my first, but yeah, I don't know, I suppose, because I didn't really know what to think when I used to see them when I was younger. I just kind of presumed everyone did, like, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, growing up was just a stressful thing. Hmm, mm. mm. I think that's fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I can relate, definitely relate to you on that as uh, as well. It's except I think I did know my stress levels were a lot higher than a lot of other people's. But yeah, it's uh, it is strange to know that um, a lot of kids actually just walk around totally comfortable, and <laughs> it's a really alien thing to think that because. It's just like, how are you doing this? It's like <laughs> magic. It's like magic. It's like how, you, and I mean, yeah. You, growing up, not like um, becoming more of an adult, you kind of do settle a bit into yourself. But still, I personally still have that extreme anxiety. So you can. Oh, Sam. Yeah, great. <laughs> We're on the same page. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, like you do have those moments of just complete serenity, being like, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy myself. I can, I can do, I can function as an adult, and then, um, then that 
anxiety hits and then you're like, oh wait, no, no, I can't. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I still have this. <laughs> that, that's so true, because like, you feel like you're back to square one. I feel like that's the worst part. Mm. You're like, oh, will, I, will it ever change? Will it ever get better? <laughs> and it's, you're probably just being so hard on yourself. And it might sound like cliche, but it's kind of just like a journey, isn't it? It really is. It's the process or whatever you want to call it. And um, I don't know. I feel like that's probably the toughest. That's one of the toughest I think. I think is when you feel like you go through a part where you don't really feel the extreme uh, feelings, and then suddenly out of nowhere you just get hit by it, and you just feel worse than ever. Yeah. <laughs> and I think um, that's just something I don't think a lot of people maybe realize. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it just feels like you've come all this way and yet you're back to square one feeling all that and despite all however far you've gotten in your journey it's just kind of it's still bang on there and the thing about anxiety is it's just a feeling of stress and panic at the same time so it's just uh when you feel anxiety it's such an extreme emotion you can't get like a really um dulled effect of it dull effect of yeah. it it's it's kind of yeah. anxiety is anxiety it's a uh, really <laughs> i mean <laughs> but so yeah and i think no matter how far people get with their journeys um just awareness along the lines help like the awareness to get exi- you know you're going to keep getting anxiety is such a big step yeah. and i think uh yeah. yeah i think it's key to just know that people have lots of people well a decent amount of people, more than you think, will have this, and um, and actually, they're all on their own journeys. And this is kind of one of the points of this is to kind of figure out how, mostly, kind of how they're getting by and have they, what they've learned, and if they're in the worst stages they think they're out they're at, or if they're gotten a lot better or just kind of sharing experiences that um yeah i think it's an important thing just to kind of have because i feel like recently i got into um audiobook um no podcast even and just to listen to other people chat about it is such a calming interesting thing to do and you don't feel like you have to participate you just amongst your own crowd so that's kind of a big big part of this um yeah but just yeah just know knowing you're not alone is i think really important and um did did you figure out um after after your uh exams and people saying they were anxious for the first time uh (laughs) that actually people did get very bad social anxiety was that quite um, a long time after that, or um, so not too long after I did the exams, I went. I said this to a doctor how I was feeling, and they said, "Oh, yeah." Like they were kind of going, hmm, "Yeah, I kind of know what's going on there." So they sent me to this um, counselor, and they just like I just like sat down for a few minutes, talked to them, and they were like, "Oh, oh, no problem. It's social anxiety you have," and like I'd never heard of it at the time, and I was like, "Oh my!" And it's quite um, weirdly freeing or a relief <laughs> to know that there's a word for it and you're not you're not the only person in the world like this mm. i think it gives you certainly gives you hope and you know there's like experts out there that can help you mm. yeah I social think that's a is big, key that's a big step. Mm. yeah because there's anxiety's always been there but like when they said you've got social anxiety it's like that's a thing <laughs> <laughs> It's, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm glad that you, you found that, that people had that, um, not too long afterwards. Um, so, um, in your, um, ways of, how you self-isolated, how, how did you occupy yourself? Um, like I suppose... This is one of the big things as well. I'm, I'm not sure, again, if this is something that a lot of you would know, but I think the big things when you're isolated, say, due to social anxiety, it's just how, like, mentally draining it is. Mm. Like, so, so, even, like, say, if you're like, okay, I'm going to push myself, I'm going to go to some event, 
like there's like three different stages to that there's like the beforehand you're thinking like days in advance what you're going to say what you're going to do then there's talks after and afterwards and then even when you say no and like say you're like oh no i can't go i'm not able even like when you're isolated it's like a relief for a very short period of time and then you're thinking how you let everyone down and so on so i think even when i isolated it like it was probably like even worse the experience because you're just sitting there you know you just feel such i guess kind of shame don't you absolutely in a way because yeah. i think that's one of the big things anxiety as well it's just the shame you feel yeah you know, which is yeah, it's very difficult to do, especially you know, again, you're very new when you're, but this especially when I was new to it, and I just recently discovered I was, that that's probably when I found it most difficult. Yeah, it's definitely like, um, yeah, it's your safe space, you're like, suddenly can breathe, mm. relax, get grounded again, but then afterwards, it's a bit like, um, your, your, your thinking process, which tends to be pretty bad with people with social anxiety, is quite like, Oh, cr- need to look at the the next threats in the future. Let's obsess about this and and plan and just sit here, really worried about until we get to this point. And then, yeah, absolutely. And um, and it's yeah, it it becomes. Did it ever become like a way of living for you for a long time? You um, like, you you kind of tended maybe tended to leave social situations early to go and just kind of be on your own but then this thought process just happened and this became a habit or anything yeah there was in terms of like isolation there was certainly like a time especially when i was like 19 20 i probably got the stage where i really like stopped going like nights out that kind of thing because mm. like when i get there i get like i remember one night i went there and i got like such a bad like panic attack just as i like turned up and thing about when you get a panic attack like when you go back into that situation it's the only thing on your mind mm. it's like just like panic attack you know the best memory in the world <laughs> for every detail so i kind of like probably stopped doing things like that and then you probably just when you don't see your friends in nice house you kind of stop seeing them in other areas of life too because they just think you're being rude or you're not interested which is um far too one of the results so um yeah that's a tricky time it's it's really it's really um yeah it's amazing when when you have a panic attack i feel the first thing you think of especially after just afterwards is that i was so embarrassing rather than that was terrifying (laughs) because exactly (laughs) genuinely it's it's a it is the equivalent of being um, face to face with the T Rex, and your body is just absolutely <laughs> yeah. frozen, whether to fight or run, or oh, it, God, or it yeah. thinks it's dying. It's just it's having that physical reaction. I mean, you may not actually be dying, but your body is reacting. It's sweating. Your heart is beating. You are oh, God, yeah. your, your throat's closing up. You are like inwardly screaming, and it's just and I remember being like. Oh my gosh, what are people thinking of me during this? <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, it's so true. It's, <laughs> it's awful, yeah. but yeah, it it really is a big like um. It's it's hard for the other side for people watching that I think because people who have it can kind of hide that they're actually having a panic attack rather than they're having a very awkward struggle or awkward. They're just kind of frozen sometimes and and unable to engage and I guess that can be um, thought of as however uh, maybe not rude but just kind of oh they're a bit off today rather than because you're just having the most uh, intense experience in that moment but also probably hiding it very well (laughs) oh my god so true it's it's amazing when you think about it, but um, yeah, oh, like sorry. it's amazing that you that um, yeah that because you think oh I better keep my distance now that they've seen that because they think that I'm like this rather than um yeah rather than be like well yeah. guys I've I've just kind of had a bit of a panic and uh, it's also interesting if it's like a generational thing because. Uh, yeah. I feel like um, 
uh, I um I know someone who is very open with those, and they'll they'll let me know if um they they ever have one, and it's very like refreshing, and it's like I completely oh. understand, but. I never would have done that ever. <laughs> I would have been like, <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's, and it could be a lot of things, but it could also be. Um, I feel like even ten years ago, it wasn't really as much of a thing as it is today. Like, um, kind of being open about panic attacks. Um, <laughs> um, I remember. Um, like when I say when I first got told this, I don't really remember ever hearing about things in general like that. Mm. And maybe I'm lucky that I'm from Ireland because it's kind of the last number of years it's become so it's on TV all the time. I don't know what it's like in other countries I've no idea. But like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're cool though. But like it's just something that like when I first heard someone talking about this, I used to get so uncomfortable. Mm. Like I don't know if this again experience for everyone. And I used to find it very difficult to even hear anyone talking like that. I couldn't even hear the words and everything. All those sensations coming back. But now I obviously hear you know, the whole family smiling at it. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a big moment to know. Because like, you hear other people, like when you hear celebrities or whoever, the public guy come out saying it, I just think you'd have friends say it and say, oh, that was a good interview or something. And you, you find it kind of incredible that they're not judging the person. They're accepting it, and even things like that can, can strangely help you your journey because you're not hiding yourself nearly as much. No. You're being more authentic. More the more honest I think you are, just the easier life is for you. <laughs> I think yeah. it's the biggest thing. More open. And I wonder if it's um, no, I definitely felt like. To be honest, I think in England it's a different kind of um. What. They, if there were judgmental people, or uh, there there are, but um, I think it's a different type of critical to how they are, as I found it in Ireland. Because I feel like in Ireland, I I was expected to be have all the banter and all like you had to be like fun, you had to be part of the party, otherwise like okay. like that was my personal experience of like. Um, I felt that too. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm like, is is that the case, or am I imagining that? Because uh, no, you're you're so you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> definitely in Clare, anyway. Like, uh, I go, but I still go back like every year to Ireland, except for the pandemic year. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just like you have to be all out there, or yeah, I mean, you can't bring down the vibe. You can't bring down the crack. It's like, <laughs> but. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure when, like, you get a really good friend in Ireland, that, that's fine. But it's just, yeah, it's different. Definitely different to Eng England. Um, and, I mean, people are just more closed in England, I think. Like, they're more open in Ireland, but they're more ready for fun in Ireland. Rather than <laughs> in England, they're like, I don't know. I feel like people are uncomfortable with emotions here. As they're probably not so much in Ireland, but... Um, yeah, it's just, saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a tricky one in that way. Um, but I mean, I I guess it really is. Uh, I I feel like people from all countries will have social anxiety, but mm, um, from the like brought up in very different environments and be and culturally. Um, it will be different because of their culture like they they are expect it's expectations i think are is the big thing um yeah, definitely. Definitely. that that you get different ex expectations with all cultures so yeah um so talking of the actual pandemic i thought this was an interesting question to come up with um was during the covid pandemic how did you feel going into forced isolation rather than self-isolation? Yeah, that's a very good question. I suppose when I first started hearing about lockdown or whatever coming in, there's a weird sense of probably relief <laughs> in a way at first, because you probably think, oh, I don't have to go to these places. I find uncomfortable or a big deal, which I think that lasts for a bit, and then you realise, oh, hold on, I'm actually probably 
deteriorate or get worse <laughs> if I can't, you know, face these fears. And whereas, yeah, I just think it just changed. I, I don't know how that long that took, but I just remember re- initially first I was completely fine. Like I, you know what I mean? Like we, I think we've experienced those isolation before, so it didn't feel, it didn't feel as big of a deal to me probably at first. Because I remember I had friends, I like I had friends that were all the time. And I couldn't believe, like, they couldn't go out one weekend and they're, like, losing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's not that big of a deal. So, I guess we're more, weirdly, I think, when you have these experience anxiety, you're more prepared for the more dramatic things. I don't know if you know, if you've experienced this, but I think the more bigger things in life, I weirdly feel more calm during it than other people. I definitely um, do as well, yeah. When whenever it, when everyone else is kind of um, panicking, that you're like also like, well, suddenly everyone else get is feeling what I feel, so I don't need to feel it as much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we've just experienced we've been there like tens of house more times than they have, because like sometimes people like if I'm with my family, I say something big events happened or whatever gone wrong, like they're all freaking out and I feel absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a weird one. I think they're, they're like, oh, you just don't. The problem with you, you just don't care. You're too calm. I get this. Some, I get this sometimes of people where they say to me, um, "This is so ironic, obviously." But like even on nights out and so on, they go, it's, "Oh, it's different for you because you never worry." I get this all the time. Yeah, and it's almost <laughs> go, refreshing that they can feel it because you're like, "Oh, finally, you kind of get me a little bit now." <laughs> but um, yeah, like definitely. Yeah, the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, oh, we've done this before. Like, we've we've mm. spent years with doing this. This is like second nature to us. So we're training, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and I have a very extrovert um, sister that I lived with uh, for part of the okay. first bit of the pandemic, and um, she was suffering. Like she was, I she was imagine. literally vibrating. Like she needed to get out. She needed to see people. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, she went through kind of, like, withdrawal symptoms as people. It was like oh, seeing, seeing an addict that was going through withdrawal symptoms. It was just like, whoa. And I was just calm as anything. I was just like, you sure you don't need a, a tea or coffee? We could do this. We could do smart. We could, do, we could plant some vegetables. And I was just the sane one of the family for a bit because no one else could uh, could understand how anyone could do that. And it was it was weirdly nice. I mean, weirdly calming. Yeah. And I can't... Never felt more calm. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. I'm, I'm glad you were, and I wasn't just like a one-off with that. Cause, no, it's the exact same. I did feel like... Because we, we weren't forced to go out and have very fast interactions and, you know, forced to go to a job and and have just... Everything slowed down. Everything just... Oh, I love it. It was it was beautiful for like the f- first few months. It was it was just like we can all just breathe and actually kind of reflect and kind of figure out who we are and what we like again and be with our family and just not be stressed and pressured to do things. And I was like, okay, I can get on board with this. <laughs> it was, and the first time ever I was ever present meant. You know, people always say you need more presence to give you less anxious. It's the first time ever I probably felt present because I knew there was nothing really coming up. Yeah. So I know other option was to be present. <laughs> nothing else to do except like see what's around at the same time because no one knew what was going to happen. No one didn't know if it was yeah. going to be months or weeks or like another year. It's just you just kind of had to get on with the day and um, and I think that was really yeah. I'm I'm glad that you also found that that was a calming experience amongst all the the kind of not forced social interactions but kind of expected um you know just the busyness of life it's just kind of um i don't know just i don't know how um strong your inner um social anxiety voice is but that um that thing that just always planning like what's gonna happen next and and how you need to be and it was just gone it was just gone for a while it was lovely um i I don't know how strong it's come back for you now but if it's come if it's actually been better ever since a little bit at least yeah yeah i suppose it's 
different, I guess. Well, I, I don't know if that's the pandemic. I, I'm constantly just always learning new things anyway. I, I can't really mm. tell, you know, which one is which <laughs> sometimes. Um, I'm sure yeah, it's a bit of both. It's just I'm changing. Yeah, probably a bit of both, yeah, that's probably fair. <laughs> but I'm, I bet the self-learning has a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah. How... I don't know if you mind me asking it. How worried were you before the first episode of this? <laughs> oh, a lot. Very. <laughs> well, yeah. probably not as much as I thought I, I would have been. Um, mm. But, because also I feel like I've been learning as well. But I always have that little in, inward um, panic. Like, it's just kind of, in, it's like an inbuilt system that I'm trying to unpick. But I can't help okay. it. Yeah. It does kind of... Yeah, I do get my heart fluttering, um, but yeah. I, I can manage to rationalise, like, be like, look, it's just a chat, we're just having a nice conversation, and I, this is someone who actually understands, and this is what we're talking about, so you don't need to try and be happy or whatever, so, um, yeah, I think that just calms me down, and just before the conversation, I was, I was fine. Genuinely. Yeah, um, fine too. <laughs> yeah? Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember when I agreed to it, I like, I, I was like, yeah, no problem. And I went to bed that night, I was like, why did I agree to this? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was but, like, uh, why am I doing this? I mean? But <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm really glad people are coming on board. I think it's, um, oh, it's genuinely, I, I'm just so interested. I, I thought actually um, the curiosity is just kind of um, obscuring the the anxiety actually. Which I can't recommend that enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get curious, and you'll kind of tem even temporarily forget to be scared. And mm. it's really good advice. Yeah, just just get curious, and I think I've heard it a few times before, but it's it's a good one, and uh, definitely worked for me today. I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, how did um your um how did self isolating affect um your relationship with your family and friends? Um, as in during the process of it. Yeah, like I, I suppose the friends is the obvious one. Mm -hmm. Like they always, but the problem is if I say no people they always they think I don't like them mm. yeah. <laughs> and I, you, you kind of notice after a while like th this is probably what happens you probably notice they like message you less and just things like that it's such a gradual thing and then you kind of just get annoyed at yourself and then you're thinking oh I'll just I'll go <laughs> I really don't want to but I'll go which I guess is kind of good for you in a way isn't it mm. but um like sometimes as well like in terms like that's friendship in terms of like relationships and stuff i kind of have found it more difficult because i think people for whatever expect you to be like just great all the time i don't know if this is i presume this is like really common but um it's like when you first you're kind of seeing someone and you tell them you know they they always look a bit shocked or something and I've always kind of found, like they all sort of say to me, like, oh, this can't be right. No, you're not. I'm <laughs> not you're not like that. And you kind of, you kind of find often that they kind of diss themselves from you. And it kind of just fizzles out. And you kind of wonder, you know, if, if I wasn't like that, or if I didn't have that, would I be living a very different life? Yeah. I think that's certainly something I've experienced. And it's kind of disappointing to think that. But uh, I suppose they'll find the right people, obviously, as well. Then again, if I didn't have this, I'm going to be honest, I, you know, you could be with the really wrong people in your life, like your friendship circles and so on. So it's weirdly a positive in that aspect. Because yeah. it kind of lowers you to the better people, or the nicer people, or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that's probably one positive. But I have found that difficult, yeah. Certainly. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Uh, you want to be kind of... Yeah, I guess in a relationship when you're first dating someone you want to be like the best you've got to show yourself to be the better option better than the other people and or just be the best version of yourself and you can't keep that up forever you have to kind of yeah. 
wind down, have low energy, and you've got you're human. You've got different moods, but um, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, and genuinely, if if someone kind of accepts you for that, that's really that is a positive because you can't, you definitely don't want those people in your life. Um, but yeah, uh, it is an interesting thought, like um the the part of you you know if you didn't have this who would you be but to be honest there isn't a version of you that there isn't um you know you'll never know the that person of that you without social anxiety this is you it's actually character builded your character over the years it's like it's um it's kind of come along with you with this on this journey so whether you get rid of it or you kind of learn to live with it it's um it's part of you and that needs to be accepted with the rest of you or whoever you choose to be with um yeah sometimes i find i just you try and explain to it's not my kind of more experience sometimes it's how i kind of look at it it's not my more experience to feel better than who i am if you get the difference there yeah because like like we all know people who say whatever like they have whatever problem in life or say if someone like had mild like depression or something you wouldn't go oh i'll never hang out with them again which sounds extreme but i just sometimes you have to say the experience to make it more obvious but like i always think like people like you'd never know like i've never known what you you would have it because you seem very friendly and everything so i'd kind of say to them like you're never really going to know in it so i don't really know speak to you either mm. you know what I mean? so that's something i do find a bit Maybe they just don't. Maybe they just don't quite understand. I suppose they wouldn't really understand, would they? Because like, I guess so. I remember. Sorry, go Sorry, no, I was just agreeing. No, I, I guess not. I was g- genuinely thinking about that. Yeah, they just never, mm. never get their head around it. No. I remember I was on a night out one night, and one of my friends. I don't know how he got onto this. He just goes to me. I think he saw a post or something. He goes, he goes, uh, Joe, do you ever hear about those people with social anxiety? I was like, I just like 1am, so I was like, fine, to have the chat. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, tell me about well, what about money man? And he goes, what, what are they like? He goes, ah, you know, it's those people, they don't have to act around people. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was ridiculous. And uh, like, he had no idea, no, he's not even, like, he, no, he's not even read that day, he's not, no idea what he's talking about. But I just found it interesting, or it, it just kind of, if that's a notion, it's kind of a relief to me. That like, do you know some people who are Christian? Like you do get these odd comments every now and then. People are hard now, are saying like you're just like lazy or whatever is your problem. Mm. Whereas, which that was ridiculous. But I think when I listen to people, I ask them to explain what they think it is. They're just so far off. It it kind of makes you think. You know, I probably shouldn't listen to them anyway. They don't actually know. And I feel like that can be help quite a help. I think we often look at ourselves like we're always wrong. I, like I don't just only social anxiety or other people in general, I'm sure. Whereas we and they're always right. I always think of people like say if we're doing something that I think is a good idea, but they tell me they think something's a good idea. I always think, oh, they must be right. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> is that quite automatic? You're just like, no matter who it is, it's just like, oh, they're right. Like I'm wrong. Is that? Is that yeah, quite yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I do get all these, like, automatic thoughts. Mm. They're intru- I suppose they're kind of intrusive thoughts as well, a little different, but I suppose now I've just gotten to the stage where I just know thoughts... One of the big breakthroughs for me, actually, was that, like, thoughts are not facts. They're not true. They're just a thought. That's all it is. And I get, like, thousand a day or whatever. Mm. And I feel like once you really accept that and get that, I just find your thoughts may slow down, you feel more content with yourself. It just seems like a small thing, but it's something that really helped me, personally. That's, that's really, yeah, that's a really good point, because you may not even acknowledge them, but it's like constant like stream of thoughts going through you, and mm. if they're kind of those auto-thoughts, which are, yeah. um, oh, you, you, you can't be here, or you're not good enough, or oh, that person thinks you're weird, or uh, whatever. I mean, they could be streaming through you, and you don't even realise, so as soon as you kind of, like, listen to them, and then be like, wait a second, 
let's challenge a few of these. Exactly. <laughs> and, <laughs> like, that person doesn't even know me. <laughs> like, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, like, and also just putting yourself in, in their shoes to be like, why would I judge that person? Like, what's yeah. genuinely, like, you, you are just, sometimes with the social anxiety just comes a really, like, just a lack of trust in yourself along with a very critical voice that stems from just must be like thousands of hours of mantras of just um, insecurity just being like you're not good enough you can't do this they think you're weird and and with that amount of hours put into something it just becomes a habit and repetitive and autopiloted and carrying all that through the years it's just very hard to to um go against the flow go backwards kind of but a big thing is just kind of listening and actually realizing what you like you react from your brain like your brain is you know what dictates your actions and your thoughts are what di- which are what dictates your brain so to to change that is the f- massive first step but when you do it's it's just it's such a good part of the beginning of your journey to challenge social anxiety um that's so true. I found as well, I said this to someone recently, I can't remember what we were talking about, and we're, we're going to go do something, and I was like, oh, I don't know, oh, I just think I'd be no good at it. It's just a topic in my head, I kind of say out loud, and they're like, oh, how do you have such little confidence about it? I kind of kind of explain, I don't even know sometimes if it's a lack of confidence, it's just a topic in my head. Mm. Again, it just means they're right or wrong. <laughs> they're just the thoughts that come into my head before or something. And I, I know how to process them, I know what I'm doing. I just observe the thoughts, allow them to be there, I don't fight them. I think when you fight them, they just snowball like crazy, don't they? Oh, and yeah. And then you just, oh, God. And if you try to explain this to people, and it's absolutely fine. I, I don't mind having these thoughts, so while I'm at stage now, like, I still have moments where they get, like, they get on top of me and so on. But, of course, I don't know ever change, that's fine. But, like, I have found I'm, like, a million times better at it than I was, like, even, like, five years ago or four years ago. Like, I find that's something I probably don't give myself enough credit for sometimes because mm. it's hard. You know, the hard to go through all this and you, you should be proud of everything you've done in your life. Okay. Because I think like we often are so quick to criticise and, you know, I need to do this more, this more, no, I should be here, I should be there. Whereas if, if you know, each experience is to our own and you should be happy. Like, you, you had a, like, that's something that a lot of people could, like, what we do, like, I always think, like anyone who's ever been who's been critical of when I said I had social anxiety, I always think if we switch roles for a week, you'd never last. <laughs> Genuinely, you know what I mean. It's yeah, actually amazing that yeah. yeah, the um, I think we're so used to the stress of it all, this being in a stress state, that for someone who was never in that state to be put in that situation for a week, they would just. Oh my goodness, they would not understand at all. They would be like, how are you living day to day like this? It, it would... Yeah, yeah. It, it's awful to kind of be like, oh, like, if I could, I would. Like, you just... You, you just don't know what you'd be in for. Um, but Sounds like a weird Freaky Friday reference. <laughs> yeah, genuinely. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it's, um... But... It's amazing to hear people when they are like um, like yourself uh, uh, having that journey just just as um, you know you know just their own extreme journey just like that as well and boggles my mind because um, it's it's actually like a it's a thing and it's um, it's just not I feel like when I was younger it was just me absolutely just me like there's no way other people would go through this and like why would they but actually recently just learning that there's a lot of people like that or just more than you'd ever think 
um, and they're all having these very extreme journeys and how they are living those lives like with work and stuff as well like um, having uh, extreme anxiety with people but they have to do these day-to-day -day jobs like that can't really be a thing because everyone seems to work so effectively and I never meet those people but there's a lot and it's amazing and it's just I feel like I want to talk to all of them even though I don't talk to people <laughs> so yeah absolutely um so overall like how are you kind of feeling like today and um instead of uh how are you feeling kind of in general now as you were feeling when you were kind of at your most anxious um i suppose like sometimes i often remember things even like three or four years ago before doing something and i think well i'm not like that now mm. and i often think i'm able to handle things much better and it actually kind of surprises it actually kind of surprises me a bit because like even just dealing with general things in life I just find I'm just a million times better <laughs> than I once was. Like I still, I still feel like I have a fair bit to go and everything, which mm -hmm. is which is completely fine. You know, you don't have to. I, that's what I often find when people uh, speak about their experiences. It's always like you always expect them to say, "Oh well, I'm completely over everything now. Everything's perfect. <laughs> uh, I'll never, never, will ever open that door ever again." <laughs> Whereas, no, I feel like. I still have moments like the night before something. That's probably actually where I notice it the most now. If I'm doing something the next, especially like in the morning, I'm all done. Is I do think it is like constantly on my mind, but it's probably it's just like that one kind of thought a bit more now. It's like just at the front of my mind. Whereas before, I was probably telling story after story and what if happens, that happens, it's only what if. Whereas now it's just a little bit like it's just the, whatever the thing is, it just kind of pops up again and again kind of more like like a headache nearly in a way you know it's just like a small headache it's just sort of there a little bit and yeah it'd probably easier if it wasn't there and i'd be more straightforward and i'd probably you'd probably enjoy the night a little bit more but i'm able to actually probably enjoy things that's why one of the big things i've noticed i've been I, i'm able to enjoy things in advance of something as well before because you'd just be thinking of something for days beforehand and you just whatever you're doing you're like just not even there mm. you know what i mean that's something i've certainly got an awful lot better at which is <laughs> such a relief and like often even like those sorts of like feelings before something i don't sometimes i don't know if it's until way later on or like i'm literally there nearly at the thing and it hits me a bit then whereas beforehand i was getting that way before it mm. so it's, it's <laughs> yeah i think it's going better than i probably realize <laughs> I think excitement but, uh, is a massive thing because um, I feel like, yeah, like when times get really stressful, it's just always just pure anxiety rather than a little bit of anxiety, but then that's got potential to also be excitement rather than just yeah. overwhelming yeah. Um, obsessive stress and uh, just dread, really. Um, but for you to get to that point where you can be kind of slightly more grounded in yourself to have that anxiety with you but also allow or manage to conjure up excitement alongside with that is a really big step and really big deal and that is definitely sounds like a massive achievement in your journey <laughs> so um after all that is there anything else you would like to add <laughs> Um, I suppose something as well, just it just came to my head right now is like, my advice would be to people is certainly don't try not to concentrate as much on the results of something, if you get what I mean. So just try and enjoy the pro something I've gotten much better as well is just enjoying the process or whatever it is. Whereas before, I'd be thinking, going in there, oh, if I do this, that's for this person, I'm going to this person, you know, etc. Et Whereas now I'm actually much more able just to be there. I still have moments where I wander off and so on, but I just find as well, and I, I probably as well, you notice it, where you kind of give the other person all the power 
I know I don't do this as much. Mm. What I mean by that is, you, you kind of feel like, oh, I can't leave a situation. Like, weirdly, the more freedom I give myself to leave situations, mm. the kind of less I want to leave. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. This is something, this is something I've noticed. And, I, and it's, again, it's, I, I'm sure I've, I've said breakthrough like 10 times today. But it's, <laughs> but I feel like for. it's something that's really helped me. <laughs> so that's something that's also helped me again. Um, just little things like that, just giving yourself that freedom, that option. And like you're, you are in control as well. No matter what those thoughts say, no matter how you feel, no matter what anyone says to you. You know, the only thing that matters, in, I think, in life is how you look at something, how you respond. The only thing that matters. Like nothing is good or bad. That is the only thing that matters in life. And I found that just something that really, really helped me in that. Yeah, because the one person you have to live with for the rest of your life is yourself. And <laughs> you've got to learn self-acceptance at some point and just, just... Actually, more than anything, it's a process of allowing yourself to be judged like if just even if just be in that situation experience the yucky unpleasant feelings and and because you can't get through life without maybe someone not liking you but that's that's not a big deal but it's kind of that ingrained bit of us which can't let that happen or can't stand that happening and i think you're really right in um being like there isn't there shouldn't just be an end point should just be enjoying the moments you can when you can and going you know just enjoying the journey because the end point is the end <laughs> like <It's> so true <laughs> <laughs> so get your little wins in for sure um the small wins yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you so much for chatting to me and um absolutely uh i'm sure at some point we'll do um a follow-up for us um, yeah, I'd love to. Absolutely love to. That would be, be wonderful. Here. Thank you so much again. And so nice to meet you. You too. Absolutely. And thank you. Um, this has been amazing. And thank you for being my first guest. Absolutely. I'm glad I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will um, chat to you very soon. Thank, thank you. Yeah, talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right, bye. Bye.